and welcome to the How to Be a Grown-Up podcast for grown-ups. The show where each week we discuss an aspect of modern life that any adult should really have mastered by now, but we remain baffled by. Yep, ever had a conversation with the in-laws about tax and felt totally lost? Ever held a friend's baby and far from being cute just thought it looked like an alien? Ever sat in a meeting at work and instead of paying attention to the very important PowerPoint presentation, you're just singing Return of the Mac in your head? Yep, well, this is the podcast for you. Remember, you can get in touch at the Grown Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. This week's guest, I mean, he doesn't really need an introduction because I introduced him a couple of episodes ago. He did. In glowing terms, it's Simon Harkness. Simon, hello. Hello, mate. You're right. Uh, it's lovely to have you. you, did, you uh, did you hear the episode where I trailed you? Yep, I did. Um... Fair? Well, uh, Louise, was it fair? I don't think it's very fair Thank at you. all. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, I've said this to you before. I said to you on Twitter once that you look like an androgynous sex robot. Mm. And I said you look like a porcelain lady boy. <laughs> but you are, but you apparently, so you, you get quite a lot of attention from men on nights out. So you're obviously doing something, right? Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. What was funny about your introduction about me was that you were so keen on hammering home that angle. You kind of didn't explain to Louise I've got, what my job is. I've got no idea what you do. Oh, who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do, because I've done my own research. But yeah, not a clue. As far as I was concerned, I was expecting a robot. And... <laughs> so Simon's a presenter and a producer and a writer, and he's very talented, but I'd rather not focus on that aspect. Just really quickly, tell mm. us a bit about you. What do you do? Yeah, okay, so... Jo- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah. Sorry, 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 yeah. Apart from he was having sex in all my orifices. <laughs> <laughs> He was delivered to me one day in a packet, and I inflated him with a little foot pump, and by Jove, I've never looked back. Realistic feel. <laughs> We've remained very close. <laughs> Clearly. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I basically, I'm a film and TV presenter uh, for a company called It's Gone Viral, um, and yeah, look after the junkets and do funny videos, and with, with basically A-list stars, which is, which is lovely. Who's your um, favourite? Dream job. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I love it. I've him. heard he's amazing. Honestly, I've never met him. The best way I can describe him is if if you didn't have to worry about money or jobs security, you'd be as happy as Dan Radcliffe. He's the nicest guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He and Sam Rogan. Danny Radcliffe's sort of just like a friendly little geek, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I've, I've interviewed him before and I thought he was jolly nice. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've made someone do? Um, what, private life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Joe, a celebrity. <laughs> My sex doll career yeah. aside. Okay. Um, we actually recently did uh, Jumanji Pictionary with oh, yeah. Jack Black and Karen Gillan, which those two pictures up there, the framed ones. We'll, we'll put a picture on Instagram. Those are, those are them, yeah. So that, no, that was really, really good fun. Um, can't take wow. all the credit. Okay. Like, because like me and some of the team come up with it, but yeah. Take all the credit. Like a take- 80% hit rate as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do most of the work. They're not the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Is that what you like? I'm a genius, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You run the show, right? The whole thing is you. And you know what? If you do have a problem with it, at the grown up pod. So that's what I'm saying. Let's get my engagement up. Um, We're in Simon's flat. It's a lovely flat. Oh, it's a delightful flat. Um, Liam Gallagher, picture on the wall. Yeah. Which is rather nice. And I said to you that I have a framed Tottenham shirt with Foz number five on the back Mm. in my flat, right? Now, would you like to know the reason that it's framed? Uh, yeah, I, I really would. Because it was bought Burning for me question. by my first girlfriend. She bought me a Spurs shirt with Foz number five on the back. Oh. And I got drunk and left it on a night bus. And then when I asked her friend who'd bought it with her, she couldn't remember whether she got long or short sleeved. So, always thinking Louise, yeah, I thought if you frame it, you can't tell if it's long or short sleeved. So I said, I love the present so much, I framed it. I had to buy myself another one. <laughs> oh. That's mm. actually. <laughs> it's not the worst thing you've done. So that's quite clever. That's quite isn't nice, it? yeah. That's quite clever. How long ago did you break up? Uh, fifteen years. <laughs> fifteen long old years. It still hangs proudly. Do you still... you'd still fit it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It would be at best like a. I don't know, like a neckerchief? <laughs> or like an Under Armour body layer sort of thing. Yeah. Not even that. <laughs> like, honestly, my gut would be bursting out the nice. bottom of it. Um, so, Simon, we'd like yeah. to ask all our guests... Oh, uh, well, actually, should we say what we're talking about today? Yes. Growing up in the country. Mm. Versus the city. Because we've got two people here 
who grew up in the countryside. And someone who mm. came from the hood. From exactly. The <laughs> so from the block. This is going to be really good fun. I can't wait to talk about this. So yeah. many memories. Because you two are rural yokels. Yes. And I'm a sort of slick, um, <laughs> big city uh, go-getter. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. But before that, <laughs> what we do like to ask our guests is, has there been anything over the last few weeks mm. or recently that you've failed at when it comes to being an adult? Uh, yeah, Joe alluded to earlier. Um, DIY. DIY. Anything mm. with DIY. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so bad at it. You Let's... can swear it's okay. okay. The oh. only person who disapproves is my dad, but okay. that's fine. <laughs> What's he called? Peter. Sorry, Peter. I'm fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like. There's a, there's actually a hole in the wall in our bedroom, which I'll show you before you guys leave. Uh, which I, I well, put that's in. something to look forward to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give you the grant all. Uh, that was a, as a result of my DIY skills. I'm wow. just terrible at it. Um, the okay. Liam Gallagher poster that Joe pointed out earlier that fell down. Great. The weekend. So much so we don't even use we don't even use a hammer and nail. We use those sticky things you put on the side, stick it to the wall, and then when it comes to you leaving the property, you just. Give it like a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use those before. You don't have to polyfiller in the hole. We've no, got because some. <laughs> this this might solve my adulting problem this week as well. Yeah. Because I bought something to put on the wall. I was like, I'm going to be so organised. My, because I've just bought a place. If you didn't know. Um, <laughs> on my my desk, like my office desk, and I was like, I need something to organise my papers. Right. I don't have much paperwork, but anyway, I'm such a geek. Um, so I bought like this this paper stand, but you have to attach it to the wall, and I got it home. And my partner was like, you know, you can't hang anything on that wall. I was like, why not? Thinking you just hang stuff on any wall. It's hollow. Turns out you can't do that. <laughs> not a clue. It's like, it will just pull the whole wall down. There's no wood behind it. There's nothing. So I've got this lovely organiser that I can't actually you can't use. use. So it sounds like you've got a DIY brain because I was confused as to why you weren't able to hang that up. Yeah. Fine. No, I can, I can build stuff. <laughs> yeah, can like, you? Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. I've built, built a cupboard before and a bed and stuff and like, yeah. <laughs> well done. Well, is, yeah, yeah. Is that surprising? Yeah. yeah. I'm one of the people who seems totally, like, all yeah. my skills seem totally useless. Well, I remember a couple of years ago, we were on the phone and the reception was terrible and it was because you were driving and I just couldn't Joe. picture you driving. Yeah. <laughs> but he does. He yeah. drives. Yeah. I don't seem like a real person. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. So, okay, so you're rubbish at DIY. That's right. Terrible at DIY. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not very good at being. God, I sound like an absolute like lefty. I'm not very good at like being mean to people. Does that make sense? Which sounds like a like. Come on, mate. <laughs> That's not. Oh no, I'm not, not either. I will. I'm a people pleaser. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like your landlord comes in for example you've got mice in your bedroom this is an yeah. experience happened to me the landlord comes in and you should be ready to berate them yeah. right and be like mate this isn't acceptable we pay this for this we've got a mouse like we've got a mouse living in our room i ended up making him a coffee with like the coffee <laughs> machine i was like yeah. mate if you want that i could find a find a link for you on amazon and, like i'm just i'm yeah. an idiot when it comes to that i'm not very good at getting angry what, so, so I fail at being an adult. I'm right, so growing up in the country versus mm. growing up in the city. Yes. Um, Louise, you're from the countryside. I am. Kick us off. Um, well, get that put me on the spot. I loved growing up in the countryside. Well, we're talking was... country. How country? Farm? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> do, you, do you think everyone in the country owns a farm? No, well, she had chickens and stuff. N- no, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> So I lived in a hamlet. It wasn't even a village. Oh, like, wow. Like, there wasn't a pub, there wasn't a shop, there was nothing. So teeny tiny little village, Bainton, living it up in Lincolnshire. I'll be fucking amazed <laughs> if someone from Bainton is listening. Before people left in the yeah. hamlet. Oh, yeah, that's us. <laughs> and I live next to a sheep farm. Mm-hmm. I knew it. That's not chickens. Um... And I had quite a big garden, which was lovely. But, like, the back of the garden, no one ever went into... So we used to let the lambs from the sheep farm in the spring into our garden. So I used to have like lambs in my back garden. Aww. We used to do that with the local gang members. <laughs> <laughs> what a contrast. <laughs> wow. And it would be like, because they used to put elastic bands around the lambs' tails so they'd fall off. Aww. And that was, apparently it's good for them, I don't know. It's called docking. Which is also something else. <laughs> it is. No, it's called docking. No, you I, do, I believe you. You dock a, like a boxer dog's tail. Yeah. But docking is also... And what's the other docking? When yeah. you, I think when you pop your willy in the bottom, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know, but I'll have to Google it okay. later. Or if you know, at the grown-up pod. Sorry, yeah. Um <laughs> So yeah, we recently. used to then... <laughs> 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 Go and 
try and find the lamb's tails because they were good luck. But then you have to like give them back to the farmer. That's fucking bizarre. Like the lamb tails that would not be a part of the lamb anymore would just be littered in your garden. Yeah. I was never that country, mate. (laughs) Yeah, that that is full (laughs) on. But you you told me that when the chickens got into your garden, sometimes you had to rescue them. They didn't get into my garden. So there were chickens, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. In the in the village <laughs> in the village, I'm going to call it a village. Yeah, we didn't have a shop, but we had a sheep farm and a chicken farm. Um, <laughs> you get yeah. your eggs. Exactly. Mm. Where'd you get your bits from? Where did I get like if, you, from? if you needed to go and get some like digestive biscuits and some milk or something. Like you do that once a week. You'd have to mm. drive to the oh, supermarket, nice. the local town. Come on. But it didn't know any different. No, it's I'm totally with you. Like yeah. we did have a shop in our. So I come from a village called Downton. Happy. Wow! Yeah, there you go. It's Who's nothing from to Downton Abbey now. Oh. <laughs> Big up the Downton Mafia yeah. if they're listening. Yeah, Wagwan. Wagwan indeed. Yeah, so we actually had a village shop, um, but it's not uncommon if you, the village like up the road from us, if you couldn't drive and you didn't have a bicycle or something or bicycle. I am from Downton Abbey. <laughs> I didn't have a penny. You went on your penny farthing. I wasn't about. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, if, you, if the bus was too expensive for you, then you would have to rely on family members to go yeah. get your go get your shop once a week. It genuinely happens. We'd sometimes walk to the next village because it had a shop. How far was so, that? About a mile? Well, it's not too, okay. too far. Oh, that's not yeah, too far. Yeah. Did you have to put wellies on? No, we just walk on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Is there pavement? Yes. No, but I don't... a field. No, because no, well, sometimes you go to the countryside and it's like you could be staying away in the country or whatever and it's like, oh, you've got to walk somewhere or other and there'd just be like no pavement by the side of the road. Yeah, okay, fine. But no, there was. Yeah. But if yeah. I wanted to go and get my penny sweets from the shop, I had to walk there. It's a good way to work off the, the pace, calories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah it's good. Well, that's actually quite ironic, isn't it? Yeah. It's actually a totally wasted journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's pointless. You only need the penny sweets because you've walked to the shop. Well, you know you used to say that I was such a good girl, mm. generally. No, no, no. I don't know. like breaking the law. Okay. Um, penny sweets. I used to put extra penny sweets in my bag and then lie and say, like, for example, I'd be like, Oh, there's a hundred in there. There wouldn't be. There might be a hundred and ten. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> when is you... the Statue of Limitations? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, well. Yeah, yeah. But I think that is a common theme in the country. People are... Thieving. So... <laughs> yeah, you either, yeah, you're either a thief. Um, but I think everyone's a lot more trusting in the country. Oh, so trusting. Well, they shouldn't be. Well, they never checked the penny sweets. They just no, took my yeah. word for it. Well, you're the daughter of so-and-so. Exactly. He's good. If they'd found She's out. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Oh, hello, Louise. I mean, the shop's not doing very well at the moment, but, like, we're more than happy for you Where to have these sweets now. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, an extra 10p might save me and Margaret from having the roof cave in, but never mind. Exactly. See, that was you. Where are you from? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know no, babbles so it. no I, I live like on the borderline of Cambridgeshire and Lincolnshire and Rutland so what's Rutland Rutland is the smallest county in the UK and it's the only county that didn't have a McDonald's but they've just approved one so there you are in, See, like in the last week exactly I saw that yeah yeah everyone now knows unless Rutland. you're listening to this in two weeks when it comes out oh yeah so it's oh, yeah. Like, two weeks yeah. ago <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah I heard that a couple of weeks ago uh, yeah. <laughs> that's not still front page news yeah. <laughs> um I also, uh, when we were planning this podcast, I set a reminder in my phone when I knew when we'd come and meet Simon. And the reminder in my phone says simply, Louise chased up a tree by a cow. Okay. So this isn't meant to be about me, this podcast. It's meant to be about you, Simon. But we'll come to you in a second. But now it's amazing, because the thing about Louise, right, she's got such a polished exterior. So once you start to peel back the layers of the onion. Theft. Oh, she's got a black little heart. Yeah. Listen, it's not my fault I got chased up a tree by a cow. What happened? I mean, literally that. I was in one of the other fields because <laughs> there was cows in that field. And not my garden. I'd like to point out there's only sheep in that one. Um, but down the road, there was like <laughs> cows being kept. Simon's got a face. He's just like, why have I let these people in? <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. I can't believe this wasn't normal for people's childhood. But we used to walk through and this didn't have a path. This was across the field. And it had cows in, and normally mm. the cows are really well behaved, but one time there was a bull in there. Mm. Ah, he's gonna go for you. They didn't, didn't like me. Do tend to fuck shit up like yeah. bulls. Yeah, yeah put, I've put, seen, put I've seen a bull in a say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The bull is going to fuck shit up. And the bull started chasing us, which then meant the cows started chasing us, and we were in the middle of this field, and the only option was to climb up a tree. Wow. My shoe fell off. Did it eat it? No, it oh. didn't, luckily. <laughs> 
But it started, one of the cows started licking my foot. Oh, that's oh my God. No, it wasn't. No, they're not. Because I'm, honestly, yeah, if, you get, if you get like trampled by a cow, you can die. Die. And if you have a dog with you, dogs and cows don't really mix well. And so if your dog annoys <laughs> the cow, you got to run, boy. Yeah. Right, it's, yeah, I'm totally with you. I've never been chased off a tree, having chased out of a field yeah. through cows. What's the texture of a cow's tongue like? Um, <laughs> Because cat would... tongues are horrible. Cats. Yeah, they yeah. are. Dog so tongues it's, are nice. It's very... Not nice, but like nicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just lick the peanut butter off, lad. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's delightful. That's gross. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like a cat's tongue, but just bigger. Cat's tongues are all rough. And yeah, they're horrible. really rough. Yeah, I yeah, didn't know that. So is a cow. So is a cow's oh, tongue. Right. Simon, do you know what mm. cow tipping is? <laughs> um, this is a common country pastime. Is it? It's not. It's, it's, it's one of these things that people think is a common country pastime but actually isn't my mate mm. matt carlton right <laughs> he's a little yorkshireman right so right he talks a bit like that and uh well, that's where my shop owner was from was mm. it actually no that's just the accent you did no I didn't. <laughs> no, no the shop owner is from the west country whereas matt carlton's a bit like that talks no that's manchester let me just get back to yorkshire oh yeah there we go so, so <laughs> this is a real just journey like to sound should have given me the cappuccino mate <laughs> off my tits um, and he was just like, yeah, mate, what we used to do is uh, get in the field at night and like push the cow over. It's called cow tipping. So you don't have to push the cow. Do you know about this? Yeah, I have heard about this. Yeah, yeah. Have you done it? No. You ever pushed any animal over? Um, no. Because <laughs> seems threw... like a nice person. Mm. Thank you. We did. Oh, I don't get angry, do I? <laughs> we, um, we used to have cows at the back of our garden in the field, basically on the back of the garden. We used to like throw apples and stuff at them. Did but, you? Yeah, I was like, we never pushed them over. Fine. I couldn't push anything. Kids, kids don't know <laughs> that that's heavy. bad. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. Not in terms person... of like a moral question. I physically, <laughs> physically couldn't push anything over. So what was the game? Just hit the cow with an apple. Yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> I would have liked that as a kid. That is the sort of game I'd have enjoyed. So tell us about growing up in Downton. Downton. I I loved it. Like I. What, what I was a typical about... weekend like? Typical weekend. Yeah. Well, I used to work a lot of the weekends, either yeah. in the pub or at a cafe. But I used to play a lot of football as well. Mm. Um, I, I, so I was actually born in London and then we moved out to the country oh. when I was five. Mum mm. and dad thought it made more sense for us to grow up somewhere a bit different from London. Less stabby. Yeah. Less stabby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, better quality of life, as mum put it, which I thought was a little bit insensitive but and then I, you move back to London and, and realise why yeah. <laughs> well no they're right aren't they because it is in a big city is inherently more dangerous and there's more things that can go wrong mm. yeah and, and don't get me wrong I loved growing up in the country because you I think you you tend to get a set of morals from growing up in the country I agree which I have which I try and like live my life but I'm, I tend okay. to be I tend to be welcoming I tend to be a little bit trustworthy yeah <laughs> And I just tend to be, I remember when me and Beth moved here, which was like four, over four years ago now, we were like, everyone's in London's actually quite nice. You hear people are rude. We were like getting people saying, hey, how are you? That sort of stuff. Mm. And then after about two weeks of notice, that dropped off massively, probably to the point where we were so conscious that people in the country, you walk past them and like, hello, mate, you're right. Mm. Even if you don't know them. Yeah. But the longer you live in London, you realise that actually doesn't happen. Yeah, that's the day, because I just think nutter. Yeah, no, yeah, and I totally appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but no, I loved it. I loved it, like growing up with my mates and just sort of like walking, walking through fields. Yeah. Um, but like, no, it's just you get such a sense of community where you're like from where you're from, and yeah, I, I loved it. School was a blast. We didn't really do anything. Mm. Um, and but I, I do think it's a very good idea to at least escape that neighbourhood community feel, maybe for a year at least. Yes. Like go travelling or move to a big city just to kind of see eyes. a bit more Very genuinely you probably have the same thing yeah. some people in my village and areas have never moved yes. and have kids early yeah yes yeah. Yeah. married kids nothing to do so just get pregnant and married yeah 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 i mean and to be fair if that's how they want to go about it then great how in one sense they're very lucky mm. if that's what they want uh but for me it was just a bit like i got things to do in london and mm. yeah yeah so i figured me and beth moving to london would be a good good start to actually do something creative and yeah, yeah. i've got Watch offensive it. unpopular podcasts to go on yeah <laughs> screw you schmoes yeah <laughs> that we just offended basically everyone who got married early yeah. just then. yeah married early also simon said that and i don't think he meant it though said growing up in the country gave me a sense of morals the implication being that everybody from a city yeah bastards he's like some sort of ruthless bandit no 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 i didn't get that at all from that it right. just meant that 
because you carried on the sentence about being polite and welcoming and a bit more friendly. Because yeah. you're right, in yeah. the city, Big you know, time. if someone says hi to me, my immediate reaction in London is, where's my phone? Yes. What are you trying to steal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it makes you want to take a photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's so rare. <laughs> <laughs> it's really so one of my favourite memories was going just out into the village and knocking on my friend's doors. You didn't have to organise anything. You'd just be like, oh, can you come out and play? And then there was no, you know, you just hung out really. And yeah. it was lovely. Mm. And there was, wasn't this idea that you weren't safe because everyone knew each other and the village was so small. Yeah, well, I, I, think, I do, I, yeah, I uh, recognise that. Yeah. Because, yeah, that is... Uh, well, I think that's a modern nice. phenomenon, though, because I don't... When I was a kid, there was none of the... Basically, there was none of... Scaremongering. Yeah, it was, you're going to get taken by a paedophile. Yeah. People didn't think that. It's just like, yeah, go out and just make sure you come back at some point. Yeah. So, that happened, in the, so that happened in the city as well. So that's not just a country... No, that's, I think that's a time thing. Okay. Because now, because in the age of social media, and it's like, and people are clutching their pearls over anything. Mm. It's just sort of like people are so mollycoddling with their kids. When I was a kid, yeah, it was just like, go on, yeah, go and hop on the R70, get down to Prince's Road, knock, See, knock for nutch. That's baffling <laughs> yeah, me to too. me. Absolutely baffling because all of our friends were literally in a, like, what, a five, yeah. ten minute walk away? Absolutely. So, like... Mm. Getting on a bus was a big deal. <laughs> did you get the bus to school? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to. I could walk to school. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, this is I'm, it's a oh, miracle. My I'm secondary. Really. First. <laughs> not because... Well, you don't... Cause, yeah, because now the implication is just that pedos everywhere. <laughs> and they're not, of course. Or maybe they are. We just didn't know about that. They are. I don't know. Yeah. Are they? No, you're fine. No. We're too old. Yeah. I'll ask my nephew, see what's going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll check in, make sure he hasn't been locked up. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, got so, yes, tell us about growing up in the city quickly. Yes, yeah, like, to be honest, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know any different. So, like, I find what you guys tell me absolutely baffling. Like, the idea that you weren't just kind of on the bus and going around and, like, I don't know, yeah, like, we were all going to Clapham and stuff, and I still hang out there now, and like... Wow. Because well, those were the days if there was something called a European driving permit, which was a fake ID that you could get off the internet. So this was, well, I was about 15 when this came. So my friend was, uh, my friend Dan Roberts uh, got one that said, I tore Martinez. So, <laughs> so we used to go down the Duke of York in Richmond, and I tore Martinez would show his ID, because if I tore's 25, as he claims to be, even though he's 16... He's not going to be hanging around with... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. His his amigos who also come from <laughs> from Catalonia aren't gonna, and as a load of fifteen or sixteen year olds traipse in because there was a time in London when the licensing laws just didn't apply. Mm. It was basically from the, I reckon from the age of me being fifteen to maybe seventeen, you would never get checked. You could go into a pub now like you do, and imagine how young a fifteen year old looks. We yeah. could go into the pub and drink. Wow, easily. Wow. Like it was absolutely mad. And we, but in, in the days before that, it used to be. Blue WKDs for the girls and an oh. eight pack of Castlemaine 4X for the lads and hang out in the uh, play park in Strawberry Hill. In the park, yeah. So we would. Yes. Did you do that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We used to hang out. I, when I say we, I mean me and my friends, not me and Louise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I know you from. Yeah. Yeah. The swings. <laughs> yeah, we used to like. I remember it was like 15, turning 16, house parties would start happening yes. and you could get like. 18 cans of carling for like seven pounds or something. I remember those days. Lambrini. <laughs> See, I never went for Lambrini. <laughs> Don't blame me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like yeah. you could pick up so much booze for cheap. And as long as your parents were like, just sharing this out between like 10 yeah. and Yes. Yes, yeah, so we're all having 1.8 like beers each. Um, yeah, you just go to the park um, or you go to like your mate's house just for house parties well, and stuff. What yeah, we, used we, that, that to, we never used to go out too. and drink in pubs. No. Like, even 17, I wouldn't really get served. No. But that's but, because the pubs knew you. They, they ex- certainly yeah, knew exactly, who I was, yeah. yeah. And it's usually a family business. And yeah. so yeah. your faceless London pub, which is probably a chain, mm. doesn't stand to lose as much as a family village yeah. pub. Well, so <laughs> they will lose everything <laughs> if they let you in to drink. Well, that's the thing. If you're having no luck in Richmond, you get on the train and go to Putney. If you're having no luck there, you get on the train and go to Wimbledon or, and then you go to Clapham or whatever. But, what but there we... was one pub where I was, so that was it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, what we used to do, though, on the theme of buying alcohol, was there used to be... When Aitor wasn't around. In, when Aitor, Aitor Martinez wasn't there. <laughs> when he wasn't there to get us a few cervezas, there were these... Uh, in Sainsbury's, and I'm sorry, Sainsbury's, because I would like it if you sponsored the show. <laughs> every week. Every week. Yeah, oh, yeah, Simon, mention as many brand names as you can because okay, we're yeah. trying to get sponsored. We're not picky, and we just want whoever's got the most bunts. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But we used to go into Sainsbury's and they used to have 24 packs of beer doors, which is like stubbies, we used to stubbies. call them. Stubbies, yeah, yeah. Stubbies. So they're like um, 200 mil little lagers, right? And when they first brought in self-scanners, I was about 17. And they used to have in Sainsbury's in Richmond. And you could put 24, so say you'd get maybe 24 pack of beer doors times four. So like 96 beers or whatever. <laughs> and then you would scan through a packet of chewing gum and pay for that because there was no weight sensor or anything so you would just stack it all up and just scan one thing through and then you could go finished and pay so we would pay like 50p and get like a hundred beers have to come and check your id it took no wow. nobody cared like literally you could just do that and it was about six months of doing that going and drinking them all on richmond green before the one day when they finally came over and were like firstly all of these beers aren't 45p and secondly how the hell do you lot but we got <laughs> wow. away with that scam for ages wow. and i am sorry sainsbury's because i shouldn't have done it and i feel bad you wouldn't get away with that now i got id'd no. buying i'm drinking a lemsip right now i got id'd buying that lemsip really yeah wow how old you have to be to buy lemsip apparently yeah. 16 but she went well you've got to look over 25 I, like, I love you oh. <laughs> <Here's my ID. laughs> i would also just like to say that lemsip is a fine product it is and if i had a cold i would oh, use it God, honestly it's how's got your throat now it's immaculate. Great. Do you know what, Louise? Affordable and tasty. Delicious. And they brought out a really lovely new one with a bit of menthol in, so it clears oh. out your sinuses. Are you ill? Try, <laughs> try Lemsip today from Sainsbury's. I know a lot of podcasts have like a 30-second ad break in it, don't yeah. they? Yeah. So maybe you should just record that right now. Why this is your 30-second Pick all our favourite brands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and talking about pubs and letting people into drink underage. Weatherspoons. Went to Salisbury Weatherspoons for my birthday a couple of months ago. So Salisbury's the big the big town that you're near. Yeah. You grew up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Which um, we mentioned earlier, off... Yeah, they didn't hear that bit. Off ca- <laughs> not off camera? Off audio? Off, off air. Off, off air. air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys now. are <laughs> 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 I wouldn't go that far. Salisbury is the place where those Russian spies were poisoned a couple of years yeah. ago. And up until then, nothing happened. Was that big news? Huge. Yeah. The Salisbury Journal were working... Well, to be fair, I was meant to be going uh, to a history festival in June and I was going to stay with Simon and it didn't work out in the end. This took about three weeks of planning for yeah. something to not actually happen. Yeah. I was working, wasn't I, in the end? So I just binned you off at the last minute. That's it was shock. working. My mum and dad were away. Mm. Every plan we put in place disintegrated. Aww. But you yeah. said, is it Novichok they got? Novichok. Novichok yeah. they got poisoned with. Simon texted me and said, slightly insensitively, given that these people nearly died, I'll take you on the Novichok crawl. <laughs> so like we're going on a yeah. pub crawl themed on Russian spies getting murdered. Yeah, and we poisoned. were in two of them on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh. Two more got poisoned. No, no, but the same two. Look, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, they got poisoned again. No, no. <laughs> the same two pubs what? we were in on New Year's Eve. I thought it was an Itsu. No, it was a ZZ. That's it. How long have we got? I'll go through the... Uh, we, go through the... Yeah, you, know I don't, you know I don't watch the news, so I don't know what's happening. You got this out. So talk us through the poisoning. What happened? Where the did poisoning. they get poisoned? Yes, yeah, so um, I imagine trying to explain a news story to an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I believe the main bulk of the poisoning was done in ZZ. It's not a sentence you very often. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to cut that out as a trail. I believe the main bulk of the poison was done in CC. It's like a historical <laughs> yeah. crime podcast is turning into. Um, so it happened in ZZ, but before that, the, the couple who were poisoned, and I believe they're both safe and well now. I believe, yeah. I which is so, yeah. great. Um, <laughs> so sincere. That was yeah. so insincere. There's nothing going on behind his eyes. When he said <laughs> uh, they, they went through drinking a pub called The Mill uh, beforehand, and that had been contaminated as well. Um, so they went for a drink. That was contaminated. They then went to Zizi, which, as I've mentioned earlier, the main bulk of the poisoning happened. They were then found on a bench about about a two and a half, three minute walk away. Um, yeah, just face down and close to death, really. It was, it was a shocking. Were they poisoned? Despite Joe's laugh. Okay. Oh, that's shocking. It's because I, I, I knew I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> how were they poisoned? Like, what? how did the poison come? I now put on seats and stuff in there, something. I don't know whether, I think it could have been seen. I can't remember, yeah. I think it could have been skin to skin. So I believe what happened was the the two people who came over from Russia to do it. Allegedly, and, right? No, I mean, I'm kidding. No, they I definitely did it. Genuinely did yeah. happen. They haven't been caught, have they? No, they have, but oh. Russia's protecting them. Yeah. I don't know anything it's, about what yeah. this. As soon as they, they denied moved, it all. Yeah. yeah. It, I'll show you the link. It wasn't them. us. Yeah. It's on CCTV. It is these people. Yeah. And then in Russia, they're like, oh no, we've never been to London. Oh, come so. on, Louise. You went to drama school. Give us a Russian accent. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh no, we never went to London. Oh no. It's like that. Anyway, oh, carry on. No. Oh um, no, we never went to London, mate. So they, 
they basically went from um i believe it like the the guys who actually did it laced their doors okay fine so when you open your door yeah oh you've got another chocolate in your skin um <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was all absolutely <laughs> mad now the crazy thing about it is that my girlfriend's beth her sister Hi, beth. oh that's nice yeah hey babe um in the middle <laughs> of an so my uh, my girlfriend's sister, her friend's dad, was the policeman who was in a critical condition. Really? Wow. They're now making a BBC program about. Yes, of course they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hate it's when crazy. people milk these things I know. for fame. Yeah. It's like Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be on Big Brother soon. But like, um, imagine, imagine that. It's like, oh, so what are you what are you famous for? I was the policeman. Poisoning. That'd be gonna watch that. But yeah, he's a he's a hero around wow. around my parts and yeah. Fairly he is, because he obviously he discovered them and then yeah. called, but as, as you discovered them, he was then like touching all the contaminated areas. Crazy, crazy couple of months. Um, very exciting. Very exciting, yeah. So yeah, now we're known for the, the yeah. Salisbury Nova Church. Louise, what was your biggest, like, when you, Simon said when he came to London, he sort of turned up with a smile on his face and a song in his heart, and that was sort of stamped <laughs> out of him. Were you the same? So I moved to London to go to drama school. So I moved up to London, musical theatre girl, Wood Green. Enough said. Can mm. I just say, my family are from Wood Green, and oh. what used to happen when you used to go to Tottenham, you park up in Wood Green, and these kids would come up to you and go, Do you want us to look after your car? And the reason you, you probably know this going to football matches is like when you look after, when they say look after your car, it means because if, if you say no, when you come back, it'll be up on bricks and the tyres will, be, will have mm. been stolen. That's, that's what Wood Green is. My, fa- my whole family is from Wood Green. I'm the first generation, the second generation to be Jeez. south of the river. It is dog rough. Yeah, mm. so I'm sorry moved for from, No, it is. It absolutely is. I moved up from the countryside to Wood Green. That's my first experience of London it's ever. It's an eye opener, right? So we went to musical theatre drama school, and our freshers' week, the very first session of the day. So we had like the introduction and all that stuff. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" You know, high kicking and singing musicals. Um, I can't believe no one got killed. <laughs> our first <laughs> session <laughs> was the police. Coming in to teach us how to not get mugged. Oh, wow. In Wood Green. In a theatrical way? Or no, like... no, no. They were like proper police officers. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember the first thing they said to us. They were like, well, by the end of your freshers week, probably six or seven of you will get mugged. <laughs> we'll oh, be dead. God. And we were like, <laughs> yeah. what? And so, and because we all, there was very few people from London. There was lots of people from the country. <laughs> what was that? Countryside. And um, so then they taught us about street safety and they were, and we were like, oh God, no, that's not going to happen. It's fine. It happened. It happens, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'd have mugged you if I saw you. <laughs> you thing. deserved a mugging. Because we were all Are these names? little... Yeah. Yeah, all that going... sweatbands and leotards. Yeah. And yeah. One and two With that Mount three and four. <laughs> yeah. With that little Mount View hoodies oh, on. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? You deserve... down the road singing and then we'd be like, see you, bye. And then you'd turn down the road and get mugged. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> good. Thankfully. Good. Also witnessed a shooting... Not in so good. Green. <laughs> no, no, no Seen, that's really bad. Watch someone in the goose. This is the second time I've mentioned the goose. My pub in the local corner, giving someone a blowjob. Oh wow! In the pub. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I genuinely don't know how I got through Wood Green. At, got, Alive? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got burgled once. Fine. Really. Got followed home a couple of times. Fine. Um, <laughs> no, but there's always people around. It's not fine, <laughs> but we get you. Yeah. Yeah, but. Um, I want to ask you about schools. Oh, yes. So, in my head, mm. schools in London, batshit crazy. It well, must be insane. Packed, like hundreds of kids. Yeah, hundreds of kids. Well, You're I've... not really going to like excel in anything, surely, because there's so many people. Well, yeah. I actually got a scholarship to a private school, mm. so I can't actually... Did you? Yes, so I can't attest to this. What was your scholarship in? Like... Academic. Really? Mm-hmm. What happened? Not just a hat rack, my friend. I've wasted <laughs> we'll my life to talking to morons <laughs> like you two. <laughs> there was lots of... So we had two schools either side. And there was a war with the school next door, which my mum was also a teacher in. Because when I got expelled and all the fire ambulance, all the fire engines turned up and stuff. So you got expelled from the private school? Yes. Why did you you got them? expelled? I didn't know you got expelled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that didn't happen. If you got expelled in the countryside, that was like... Yeah, yeah. You were done for. Oh, yeah. What did you get expelled for? Who doesn't get expelled? So why were the fire engines turning up? So basically, so the fire brigade had to come a couple of times while I was there. Because of you? Because of me, yeah. So the first time was just innocently I smashed an alarm for fun. 
And the you s- didn't do that. The second nice. time. So I'd been suspended twice, I think, by this point. And then, so it was... Scholarship money well spent. Yeah, well spent. Yeah. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for the free education. Um, yeah, so basically I had a sixth form college and they said, look, like after your suspensions and whatever, blah, 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 we don't want you to come back to sixth form. And I was like, good, I don't want to come back to sixth form because there's no chicks here. So I want to go, go to the local college. I've got to go to Wood Green. Yeah. yeah. And see if I can, yeah, get somebody to just at least touch it. You should have come to drama school. Um, you would have done everywhere. well at drama school, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah, apart from I did get thrown out of drama class in year eight for being too bad at acting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Set off a fire alarm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the second time, so basically what I did, and I'm not proud of this, I am, was on, and the only bit I feel bad about was on the last day, because there'd been lots of suspensions and all this sort of thing, and my mum had had to kind of grit her teeth as the headmaster had taken her into and said like, the thing about this school, Miss Forrester, is we breed leaders. And your son has proved exactly why we don't take children from single parent families. Oh my God. And normally my mum would just go, go fuck yourself. But she knew that she couldn't say anything that would get me thrown out before the end of my exam. So she just had to like... <gasps> Grin and bear it. No. And that was every... back in the day where people could get away with saying that as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Like now that old? That wouldn't <laughs> No, but this, that's yeah. only changed in the last course, like... Then, like then the war happened, years. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then I found myself at the Somme. No, wow. so basically so my mum had to like grit her teeth. And get through it because she basically wanted me to have the best opportunity possible. But inside, just thinking, Joe, you little shit. I can't believe you put me in this position. So on the last day, she dropped me off at school. She worked at the school next door. And she went, you won't let me down today, will you, sweetheart? I said, no, of course I wouldn't do that, mum. In my backpack were like 20 stink bombs, smoke bombs, spray paints, paint pens, all this sort of stuff. So obviously went straight in and all my mates knew I was leaving. So they started writing on my shirt. And like poo face and all that sort of stuff. That's my nickname. Um, <laughs> and then on the back of my shirt in red pen, someone drew a giant jizzing cock. Now, Simon, you're a man. Yeah. You know that one, one thing that if men are left alone with a pen and a blank piece of paper, what are you going to do? Draw a, Draw a cock. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Even I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how much time you've got, you might give it pubes, veins, jizzing, not jizzing, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Choice is yours. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's you get a blank really... canvas, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you've got loads of time, you might then draw a stick woman with boobs. <laughs> so it kind of depends. It depends how much time you've got, right? I'm yeah. saying, look, just go up, do your own thing, and send them in as well at the grown-up pod if you do draw one. I want to see it. Anyway, so he'd drawn this massive knob on my back in red pen. In the uh, first break, when everyone went to the vending machines, I lit loads of smoke bombs, threw it in. There was like 200 kids in there. Threw the smoke bombs in, so it's all smoke billowing, and then closed the door and locked them all in. Um, Anyone die? No, 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 yeah. <laughs> not really thinking about the consequences of that. I just thought, oh, yeah. how brilliant. <laughs> Faces pressed <laughs> on the glass, like... <sighs> anyway, and then... Oh, my God. Then... And elitists don't really breed asthmatics. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor people would be dead now. <laughs> not us. And then, basically, all the alarms went off. And I was like, oh, no. Peaked a bit early. <laughs> it's only about quarter past ten. School doesn't end till four. <laughs> so then... I was just, all the alarms going off, so I just fucking bolted, right? I was just like, got to get rid of the evidence. So I ran down, I ran down the um, front, like, lane of the school, what's it called? Driveway of the school. Like, ran down the driveway of the school, a couple hundred yards long, and round the corner, my mate Will lived. So I stashed all the evidence in his front garden. He maintains to this day that I was trying to frame him. I wasn't, I just went to where you know, right? So mm. I threw all my bag in there, went back, and basically thought, right, I'm just going to pretend that I haven't done anything. I'm just going to pass it all off. As if I just haven't done anything at all. So you've so, got your textbook open. Yeah. So went, glasses on. <laughs> I, I went to art, right? So I went to see Mr. Hill, because we had double art. So I went to the art room. It was deserted, right? And I walked in, and Mr. Hill's at the other end of the classroom looking out the window. So I walked over, looked out the window. The headmaster, the two deputy heads, all the heads of year are there, as is my entire year of 180 people, sat on the field with all the teachers shouting at them and haranguing them. And I was like, Sir, what's going on? <laughs> Knowing it was because of me anyway. Yeah. And Mr. Hill was like, shouldn't you be out there? I was like, no, sir, I've been a bit unwell. I've been in the toilet. I don't know what's happening. Has something <laughs> happened, Mr. Hill? <laughs> um, so anyway, myself and Mr. Hill watched it get whittled down until there was about 10 people left on the field with all these teachers, 10 of my mates. Right. So they're obviously they all, knew it was you. They're obviously all getting questioned, right? So anyway, so long story short, all this goes on. I'm just sitting there. The art class eventually comes in and my mates are like, you're fucked. And I was like, I don't know what anybody's talking about. <laughs> oh, I, they dropped you in, didn't I, they? No. So basically, someone did grasp me up, but not one of my mates. Okay. Right? Because it's a murder. Obviously, it's a murder. The mafia code for 
secrecy. Like yeah. you don't you don't grass you don't grass on the yeah. man dem. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, snitches get stitches. <laughs> exactly, Simon. Exactly. I know. And then I basically my head of year came and dragged me out. Whatever. Blah blah blah. Brought me into um, the deputy head's office. And they were going mental, and they were just like they were just like, oh you've done this and done that. And obviously I was denying it. Like, we know it's you. So how do we know it's you? It's like this footage of you. And I was like, what are you oh. talking about? Anyway, the irony. There's CCTV footage of me running down the driveway with a giant cock on my back. <laughs> and they're just like, show us your back. It's like, nothing to see. So I don't know, don't know why you want to see my back. An innocent man's back. Oh, <laughs> no. You've never seen an innocent man's back. <laughs> yeah, and I got caught and then my mum got called it. And that was what I felt bad about because wow. I, I did yeah. let her down. So basically wow. what happened is they expelled me, but there was a relatively new deputy head who was like, well, he needs to be able to come back and do his GCSEs because just because he's a twat doesn't mean he shouldn't, he should like have his exams messed up. Wow. So I was allowed... That's really nice of him. That was, yeah, good of him. Well, I was escort, escorted, escorted to and from exams. So I wasn't allowed on the property for more than this five... This is mental. I wasn't allowed on the property for more than five minutes before or after an exam or the police would get called. So that was apparently the thing. Wow. Um, that, I mean, that just wouldn't go down in... No. You wouldn't no, have no, a, no. you just would, a wouldn't have done that because this is some of the morals that <laughs> we spoke about earlier. Oh, it was well funny. We still talk about it. In fact, my mum still thinks it's not funny, but the rest of the mind thinks it's hilarious. That wow. just wouldn't have happened. No. Well, it's always happening. People are getting arrested and all that sort of stuff, like all the time. Arrested. Loads. See, we never really got arrested. We did get people excluded and expelled. Yeah, same. But like. Yeah, that's like... That's extreme. Like Dennis and Menace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great up-to-date reference. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, Google it, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis <Wow>. the Menace. <laughs> um, so should we hear from your parents? Oh, yes. So, so I mean, every week we like to get... Um, Nina and Peter involved. I called him Gino. Gino. Um, <laughs> Gino Gookie. Um, <laughs> Nina and Peter involved um, with their pearls of wisdom... Um, about the topic of the week. So should we hear from Peter? How was it growing up in a city? Well, I grew up in a town. Northampton was the second largest town in the country when I was um, younger. I couldn't tell you what the statistics are now. Um, I suppose it's very different to today, although um, we have shopping centres in the centre of towns nowadays. A lot of it's all gone out to retail um, parks on the edge of um, the towns and cities. Um, Northampton was a fairly rural um, town itself, especially on the outskirts. And I grew up in a, um, a small place called Kingsort, which was a suburb of Northampton. And if you wanted to buy anything or do your weekly shopping, etc., you often went into the centre of town, into Northampton itself. And that would be on a bus because um, most people went on buses. There wasn't the amount of cars on the road. So my happiest memories about growing up in the um, town was that, um, like I say, we lived in Kingsort, which was a fairly rural um, suburb of Northampton. And um, we could go down to what we used to call the front, which used to have the um, some basic shops where we could get groceries, etc. Um, but if I did go into the main part of um, Northampton then I often used to accompany my my pap one of my fondest memories and we used to go to the fish market Northampton had one a huge fish market all undercover you could buy anything you wanted to um, and I always remember him buying jelly well buying eels and they used to cut their heads off and they were still riddling and they used to wrap them up in paper and then we used to walk all the way back to his house and we used to boil them to make jellied eels Lovely food. Peter's got such a wistful voice. He's like, I of course remember walking down with my pap. And you think, and I can really see it. And I was like, yeah. like this little boy taking the wisdom of the older generations and he's passing the baton from one to another of how to be a man. And that valued relationship, he said, of course we get the eels and cut their heads off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, fucking hell, bang, jolt out yeah. of them. That was a point where that story really turned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I asked them this and then I asked them what it was like, the difference growing up in the, the country as well. We never used to go out in the evening into the town centre because we were too young anyway. But um, by the time we then reached late teenagers, because 18 of age um, was then the, the legal age, Friends and I, I think we actually went into town and had my hen party. Well, that's a, um, another story. 
But after that, no, we used to just go out and have discos, but the discos used to be in um, different areas of the town. What I like about your parents' messages is they very quickly lose the thread of what it is they're supposed to be talking about. Listen, so, if you keep insulting them, they're going to stop doing voice notes. But there was so much detail about bus timetables <laughs> in there. It obviously was a big thing back then. But it's like you said, oh, Dad, can you tell us, can you tell us everything you remember about the bus? But I think this is where your city ignorance comes yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Village bus timetables. I mean... One an hour, tops? We were lucky. Oh, come we had on. One, no, once yeah. every... Half an hour, 35 yeah. minutes. Around. Actually, the village that my parents now live in, there is a bus like twice a day. That's mental. Really? Yeah. That, that is, is mental. completely normal in some places. The school bus would you arrive have the school bus. at, in my head, I want to say quarter past eight. I think that's a bit late. But um, yeah, and it would be that bus with all the school kids on that would stop at the different villages and pick up the school kids, take you to school. That was that. Yeah. Speaking of school, mm. Simon, I know you're very keen to um, mention a sex criminal who worked at your school. <laughs> I had a sex criminal working at mine as well. Oh, no way. Yeah. Well, the night is great. Fantastic. <laughs> Pedos everywhere you look. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> no, it's, it only happens in the villages yeah. as well. It's see, I told the, you, they the were city. there just hiding. Yeah, see, we don't get them in the city. <laughs> That's furious. <laughs> so tell us about your sex pest. So basically, yeah, I mean, he... Interestingly, you said there were like two rival schools. Mm. So... We had a I've rival no school I've no idea where well. this is going. Did I've you? no idea where this is going. We had a rival school. It was about 15 minutes down the road big rivals um, and I don't understand why we were rivals we just were I guess it was close. locality it was the only so, other school yeah. <laughs> yeah. why do you hate them because they're near because yeah. that's it that's exactly, literally yeah. it I think they thought of us as quite uncommon because my school wasn't great it was quite believe it was that genuinely quite rough when I got there mm. village rough that, impl that implies that you sorted it out yeah. Yeah. oh yeah it was yeah. quite rough when yeah. I got there yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five years later a plucky year seven kid <laughs> yeah. right we need to do things differently here guys um, <laughs> so there was like yeah, there was this, this school who we didn't like and they didn't like us. But the school that didn't like us fed a sixth form. Head of the sixth form was a And this isn't libelous. I was going to say, can we use this if you're about to call him a paedophile? Uh, Did Mr. he go Knight, to jail? Sh oh. No, so it was a sixth form. And okay. the reason I'm mentioning sixth form is the age sort of thing. So he was head of sixth form and basically he lost his job at the sixth form for doing the one thing you shouldn't do as a teacher, which is... Shagging the pupils. Shagging the pupils. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had many? sex with... I think it was just a... Well, one's bad enough, yeah. mate. So he had sex with... He, but he did have sex done? with a sixth former, and that is... Male or female? That was a girl. Huh. And what yeah, difference does that make? It's one of the deets. All right. But there's also, like, pictures of him, like, this probably is libelous, you may not be able to use this bit, but uh, <laughs> my mate uh, allegedly saw a picture of him at like, a party, like... <laughs> yeah, with, like... But what actually is true is that he has sex with a sixth form student, which sixth form, as you know, you have to be 16 uh, yeah. to 18. Mm. Legally, fine. Um, morally. Morally. Got terrible. So the funny thing is that he lost his job there. He then gets a job oh. at our school. Oh. <gasps> yeah. Do you know anyone there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. But he was our deputy head. I would have thought if he shagged one pupil you wouldn't have been allowed to go and work in another oh, school exactly yeah you're lucky if you've got like a cleaning job at a school not deputy head yeah yeah, yeah so yeah but he was only wow. there for like two years or so he taught me a couple of times did he very did he old make a yes yeah <laughs> that was when my career as a sex doll started really so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um and we also had a teacher who i was thinking about the other day i tweeted about it a couple of days ago um, <laughs> stop libeling people <laughs> yeah. um don't so... put it in writing it's the worst thing <laughs> We had a, a teacher called Dr. Rogers who Good taught name. me. Oh, great it's a great name. name. That's a porn name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, um, Dr. Rogers. <laughs> oh, doctor, what are you doing here? Yes. Um, <laughs> so we need to cool off a bit. Yeah. Um, and he was, he was quite a portly chap. He would wear like matching tweed suits. Oh, like Toad of Toad Hall. Exactly like Toad of Toad Hall. <laughs> yeah. But he was probably in his 60s and he had like a grey ponytail and a big oh. yeah. Gandalf, but groomed... Mm like handle moustache twirly thing so going well on weird. very interesting he had a pocket watch had pocket watch all the time he'd always get it out like every 20 seconds he'd get his pocket watch out someone once said to him like what's what's with the pocket watch and he was like oh it's uh my dad wrestled it off a nazi in the war oh he was a character was dr rogers yeah. tell you what dr rogers <laughs> wrestled it off a nazi <laughs> should i tell you what he wasn't what? dr rogers wasn't a registered teacher no this man was at our school for three weeks teaching us 
and he wasn't a teacher. After three weeks, we never heard or saw him again. This school is like a BBC Mental. daytime soap. <laughs> it is a bit, Do yeah. you feel like, mate, maybe it's like the sixth sense. Do you think Dr. Rogers was real? Because did anyone ever see him again? <laughs> we didn't, but I could, yeah, if we had time, I'd call up my mate and say, He's tell me about Dr. Rogers. Yeah, that's like, a, wow. oh my God, that's a kid's TV show. My teacher's a ghost. Look, we'll workshop it. Let's right? pen it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Copyright later. Uh, Louise, what have we learned today? Um, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. What have we learned today? Uh, bus. The bus is very sought after. The bus is a big part of country <laughs> yes. life. It is, yeah. Um, sounds um, like if you grow up in the country, your morals are better than growing up in the city. I, think I disagree, that's what... but yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah, I think kind of said that's gone out the window. Oh, yeah, um, as, yeah. Did, as did my sex pest teacher. Yeah, so while, um, while we might have muggings, you've got pedos. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, if you... Okay, something we did learn. If you have lived in the country your whole life and you come to London, just prepare yourself mm. for not being able to walk down the road singing, dancing with all your belongings out. You'll yeah. get mugged. Yeah, absolutely. That, that yeah. does happen. That cows can be nasty. Yeah, cows. Yeah. And you can tip them, but it might take more than one person. <laughs> Don't, but you um, can. That Simon knows a lot about poisonings. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. In terms of adult advice, I think if you're if you're going to take advice to be a better grown up, I think it's that it doesn't matter whether you grow up in the country or the city. If you get expelled, it's not. It really doesn't matter. Be right because you might have a failed broadcasting career. (laughs) So don't worry about it. Yeah, but to be fair, your teachers when they'd have seen you on pop music. Yeah. Like, they'd have been like... Oh. When they've seen me on pop music. That was it, wasn't it? Pop, pop, pop profiles. That was it. Pop, yeah, pop but profiles. But it's true, so they'd like... Been like, oh, wow. I, Probably not. <laughs> not. I'm not going to lie. They weren't watching pop profiles. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said... I would have sent them a link. Yeah. yeah. Right. I was on pop profiles for three years and I never watched it. So, <laughs> <laughs> why would you? But I would like to come back and do a new series. I could do with the money. But yeah, carry <laughs> on. No, I also think as well, it doesn't matter, like you said, growing yeah. up in the country or the city. I think, by the sounds of things, you and me, Simon, were quite well behaved. Yeah. Joe, not so much. You got your exuberance out in your youth. Yeah. Yes. We're still in exactly the same position. Yeah. High five. (laughs) That was a terrible high five. That was a great, was it? (laughs) So no one, no one saw it. It's fine. What can you add in an audio of like a really? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Simon. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's been such a pleasure. This has been so much fun. Simon Harkness, my old friend. I love that jingle. I've wanted to, yeah. Yeah. It's the sound that. of Simon. Can Sorry. I come back on again? <laughs> you, you can, as long as someone explains all that jingle. It's a, it's a Simon and Garfunkel song. Okay. So I'll play it to you. I recorded thank it you. as a jingle. Okay. Because I like doing jingles. Yeah. So um, anyway, Simon, listen, mate. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for coming. It's been a blast. It, guys. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Louise, if people want to get in touch, how do they do it? <laughs> At the Grown Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know why I freak out every time I have to say that. I just think I'm going to forget. Yeah, do get in touch. Thanks so much for listening. See you later. Bye. Cheers.